Welcome to the Princess and the Bee podcast, the place to be to build your empire as queen of your body, business, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com, and I'm an award-winning coach, Amazon best-selling author, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. Each week, I give you the systems, strategies, and success stories to help you master your mindset, communicate with ease, and triple your productivity so you make the income and the impact you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your weekly spark of inspiration as you take it to the next level with all the bees of your life, body, business, bank account, boys and babies. Let's make it rain. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Princess and the Bee. I am going to be very frank and honest that this is probably the latest podcast episode I have ever recorded in my life. Um, I am like minutes out from giving birth at some point. He's coming at some point. Um, Been having contractions for the past week or so, just like little things early at night that don't feel like, you know, the crazy stuff that you see in the movies. They feel like menstrual cramps. So just allowing myself to go with it. And I finally just said, after having a couple contract, like small contractions while in a session with a client, I was like, okay, enough's enough. (laughs) Time to, time to go on maternity. And of course, by going on maternity, I feel like this like breath of inspiration and I have no meetings. And so suddenly I'm like reading a book in bed at night at literally 1130 to midnight. And now I'm like feeling so inspired (laughs) to record a podcast. So Following through on soul with this one, I was having a conversation with my mom as I normally do since my dad's passing in early January. My mom and I speak pretty much every day um, just to just to be present with each other and um, it's really strengthened our relationship and it's it's beautiful. And one of the things that drove me crazy about <laughs> my parents was this attachment to things, to stuff, like to furniture, to like they have beautiful, beautiful German furniture that they brought back from when they lived in Germany and lots of antiques and relics and things and all these things with memory. And here I am in Australia where we literally packed for three weeks and now we're staying for three years and spike and i are like do we need anything from back home do we do it i don't think we need it like we if we need furniture we can go buy it um if we need something like we can go buy it like there's we needed more clothes so definitely bought those so i'm like i'm thinking of this just life that we've designed for ourselves that really is not attached and it's funny I was I was telling Spike the other day I see I had one client she just bought her first house and I'm super super excited for her and I have other friends from high school where we're in the age of buying homes and having families and I'm totally fine with having a family and I'm also 100% down with renting like 
that is something that I'm very okay with and that I actually love. And I, I told Spike, I said the last, oh my God, the last thing that I would ever want right now would be to buy a house and be like stuck in a fixed location that just seems like torture for me. Like I love being able to live wherever and yes granted last year moving five times within the span of one year more in one we moved more in one country than we did than I have ever in the entirety of the 30 years that I lived in America Um, and that experience definitely was challenging And yet at the same time, it's like I look at this non-attached to stuff life that we have where it's basically like if there was a fire, I don't think I would take much. I would take my laptop, my computer and our passports. And other than having my kids with me, that's that's really that's really it. And I mean, of course, Spike too, he would be there with me as well. I trust that Spike would be able to get out on his own. <laughs> but the thing is, is that it's it's not attached. Like, it's not attached to things. However, I do struggle with attachments to people. And I have in the past, especially with my kids, like, learning to detach from your children is freaking challenging. I will fully 100% own that challenge. And through my dad's passing five months ago to this day, it really brought to light the attachments that I have in my relationships. And it reminded me of something that my coach from four years ago said to me after I had Declan. Because after I had Declan, I had never felt such a mix of fear and love at the same time. So much love, it was overwhelming, and so much fear that it would go away that I was scared to fully embrace and love because of that fear of attachment, that deep, deep attachment. I was so scared of losing him that I was actually scared to love him fully. And it took about a year, honestly, for me to really lean into fully into the love that I have for him. Like, of course, I loved him when he came out of me. But if you watch the birth video... And my cousin was very keen to point this one out because we were on a Netflix show called Being Dad. A lot of the birth was captured from the perspective of Spike. Um, And, you know, there were some bits that were captured on video for us. And there's a clip that I have right after Declan was born. And my cousin, when Declan was born, goes, oh, my God, Kim, what's up with your face? I love him. He's like a brother to me. So he's fully allowed to say that. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, you look like you're scared out of your mind. And I said, well, I did just spend 24 hours in labor and pop a watermelon out of my vagina. But other than that, um, I went back and I watched the video recently with Declan because we're showing him 
about how his brother's going to be born in the bathtub that will be not bathtub but in the birthing pool that will literally be blown up inside my living room with my midwife and I saw my face again and my cousin's voice came back into my head and I was like oh my goodness I had so much fear back then because I loved my child so much just intrinsically and I also had such a fear and I pedestaled that fear of not being a good mom which as you know your subconscious mind does not process negative so focusing on the negative like I was so scared of really motherhood and of the pedestal that I had put it on that it prevented me from fully leaning in for about a year into fully loving my child as I as I do like of course I loved him but I was so riddled with fear and about everything and that fear was because I was so scared of losing him which was because I was so attached and Yes, people can be attached to many things. We can be attached to the money that we have in our bank account. We can be attached to having our business be named a certain thing or having a certain reputation or our name being out there. We can be attached to our business. I mean, that's what I was for with my e-commerce company. I was super, super attached and I wrapped up my identity into it where detaching from it when I was detached I took that as a personal failure as an identity crisis as an identity failure and it took about a year and a half for me to process that one apparently apparently detachment for me takes about a year um, especially when it comes to deep relationships but the thing that I want to convey through these stories is the beautiful thing that my coach four years brought up to me of vacation time. You see, whether we're attached to a tangible thing or the amount of money we have in our bank account or the people in our lives, attachment creates suffering. Now that doesn't mean that if you become detached, it doesn't mean that you become apathetic to the things in your life or the people or the relationships in your life. What it does mean is that you savor the time that you have. We are blessed into this world with only our bodies. And even that is not who we are. Our bodies are a vehicle that get us to it, that allow us to experience this world. Our relationships develop us. They grow us. They challenge us. They change us. Our, our, Things that we get and we buy throughout our lives and that we lose throughout our lives. I mean, oh my goodness, I cannot tell you how many pairs of designer sunglasses I have lost over the years that I'm like, oh yeah, I wonder where those went. Um, and I, I, I'm detached from it because I know that I can always get more. I can always make more. I can always find something better. It's harder to detach when it's a relationship when it's a personal relationship that means something very deeply to you because we have a relationship not only in the relationship with the person but with the meaning that we've put onto that relationship with the story of that relationship 
and what that person and what that relationship as an entity means to us. And yet, we come into this world by ourselves. And so what if we treated these experiences, these relationships, this life as a vacation? I mean, when Spike Decky and I, we took a little uh, vacation slash photo shoot opportunity up in Mount Tambourine. And when we went there, we weren't attached to the Airbnb that we were in. It was a fabulous Airbnb. It had toys for Decky that he still thinks are personally his, um, but that's his little three-year-old ego coming out. And it just had was a beautiful environment. We got to see so many stars and trees, and it was gorgeous. And in that experience, though, we didn't go thinking this Airbnb is mine. Like, I have a toddler, and so right now we're going into the mine phase of, which is very much the ego coming through of this is mine, and that's not mine, and this is yours, and this is mine. And when we went to the Airbnb, though, it's like, you know, these things, they aren't mine. But then again, also, who's to say that anything is mine, right? I mean, recently, I just did a YouTube video that's coming out shortly that is all about the perception of stealing customers. And people think, oh, this is my customer. This is my client. And with that, there is ownership of the, you know, being responsible to take care of your clients and your customers. But on the flip side of the coin, if that mine is perpetuated by fear, you don't own that person, nor do you own the people that are in your life, nor do you own the relationships. You see, the universe works in this glorious paradox of and. I did a podcast episode probably back in 2019 of the yes and improvisational nature of the universe and how the universe really operates from this yes and principle rather than this either or. The either or principle is is the ego. And so when we're thinking of yes and, like yes, I own this stuff, my bags, my wallet, my water bottle. I own these things because I purchased them. I have the receipt or at least (laughs) they're on my credit card statement. And I can't take any of this with me. They are mine and they're not because they're not me. They're not an extension of me. And what happens is our egos get clouded into this attachment that having these things and having these relationships are what define us and thus we get our identity wrapped up in it. And yet at the same time, your identity is who you are from soul of who you came here to be of that purpose that you came to fulfill and perhaps the relationships that are in your life and the beautiful things that you've been able to collect and accumulate and have in your life or not have in your life they're there to enhance it but attaching to them is what causes suffering when you can detach from them and take that sort of vacation mindset 
of enjoying them more because it's like you're on vacation. And this is especially poignant for relationships because so often in our life we'll get attached, not necessarily to things. Some people get more attached to things, but I'm going to take a guess that most of the people who listen to this podcast have a little bit more attachment in relationships. And that's okay. That's totally fine because I do too. And we're all here going through this together. And the beautiful thing is, is that when you can appreciate someone in vacation time, meaning you know that that person is blessed in your life for a certain amount of time, that person is here. And when you're on vacation, just like when you're on vacation, there is more opportunity to enjoy it to savor it because you you know that you're on vacation and you also know that there can be an end to that experience there can be and there will be and that's something that my dad's death really taught me is that you know there is an end to the form of the relationships that we're attached to in this physical realm and while I do believe that my dad's spirit has carried on and I've had various strange encounters, especially today. My goodness, he was very present. Um, With that, at the same time, it's a different form. I can't hug my dad again. And I have to detach from that physical form that I knew as him in order for me to grow and become more. And the same is true with every relationship because death happens and we're constantly in this cycle of creation and destruction. And by being in that creation and destruction cycle, there are ends and it is the end that actually makes the beginning so exciting. It is the end that actually makes that time that you're get you get to savor the in-between phase or as as I forget what book it was I think it's called the dash that little dash that we're able to have that is from the birth to our death that dash that we're able to have we savor that and what if we savored that dash just like with every relationship as if we were in vacation time as if we know it's going to end, so thus we detach from the, the perception that we can control it or make it last forever. We're not God. The ego likes to play God, but it, does, it, it is not. <laughs> and allowing for that surrender and that detachment to then actually be able to enjoy it more. Because I'll tell you, once I was able to detach from the fears that I had, with Declan and the fears that I had about losing him. Once I was able to detach from those fears, and believe me, I'm still finding them. (laughs) I still have not gotten completely on the other side. I'm still in process with this one. Don't know how long I'll be in process with it, but you know, it is what it is. And once I, I got the mainly, yeah, I would say 80% of the way to the other side, I was able to have such a deeper, more amazing, loving relationship with my son because I know that 
this time is fleeting, that this little bit of vacation that we're on of him loving show tunes and being three years old and wearing his sparkly hats, like he's going to, that identity of his that he's forming, it's going to shift again and it's going to shift again. And each time I'm going to have to surrender the attachment to who he has been in order for me to connect with who he is now in the moment of who he is becoming. And that also is that detachment because so often we carry an attachment to who someone else has been. And I saw this very poignantly with my, with my parents. My mom would constantly refer back to my dad and who he was in his 20s and what he would be doing and his, how he was so ambitious and so purposeful and he had all this drive and he would organ, do all these big things and organize community events and create shows and all that. And when, when he was in his 70s, she was like trying to get him to find that purpose again and find that spark and he just wasn't. And he was loving. He was sober. I was happy for that. But he just didn't have that spark and that ambition. And she constantly compared him to who his past identity was. She was attached to that identity of who he was when they first got married. But people change. And that's the thing is that in order to truly connect and have those deep, powerful, amazing relationships, we're going to be going on vacation consistently and sometimes we're on vacation with a different person, even though they're in the same body. <laughs> and we have to decide, is that someone who in this present moment is someone who we want to be on vacation with? Even if it's someone who's been in our life for decades. Even if it's someone who's a spouse. I mean, that's something that I had to come to terms with was detaching from my first marriage in order to have that space and that was really really freaking hard to do and now I'm able to look back on that experience and appreciate that very very passionate tumultuous vacation that I was on and know that that was that was a season and also be happy for my choice to detach from the meaning of what I put onto that relationship And the meaning of what I put on to marriage. Because through that experience of detaching and freeing myself from that, it allowed me to find Spike where every day our choice to stay together, our choice to be together is a choice. Yes, it's a commitment that we made before God and our friends and everybody like that. And at the same time, it is a daily choice. And that's the beauty of non-attachment is that it's a yes and it's like yes we're attached and we're choosing to be in this relationship and we also know that we could choose not to be it would be a silly and foolish choice on either of our parts because we're just so awesome together (laughs) and because it's a choice it means that we are free from trying to control or manipulate each other in staying together for the sake of the attachment that we've created. Instead, it allows us to look at our relationship and as our and at our marriage and at the foundation of our family 
as the vacation of what we're creating and what we're choosing to lean into co-creating together. Because that's the beauty of non-attachment is that it gives you back your power of choice and your power to co-create. Because you're choosing to recognize how temporary things in this life can be. And it is that temporariness. Is that even a word? (laughs) Temporarity? It is because it is temporary that it is precious. It is because it is temporary that I, I have so much more gratitude for the people I have in my life for being them being in my life right now. And through looking at my fear of losing them, it makes me appreciate the fact that they're in my life now, that they're present here. And I can appreciate them more because they're present. Because we're all in this glorious vacation together. And that's also why I look back on our storage unit in Los Angeles and just don't think I'm going to go back to any of those things. That's also why every single award that I won last year, two years ago, I did an experiment and I put away every award, every certificate, everything in a box and I hid it away because I didn't want to be attached to that past identity of like, oh, look at this version of me who'd won all these things, who'd created all these things, because I know that's an egoic attachment. And I chose to surrender that because I wanted to have the freedom and the enjoyment of what I'm creating in the present, what I'm creating in the future. And I never, ever, ever want to be attached to the past in a way that I feel like the past looks better than the future. Because I truly believe that the best is yet to come. And with that being said, if you love this episode, if it landed for you, if it resonated for you, take a screenshot of it and share it with me on Instagram. I love seeing your screenshots and your shares of of what the podcast means, and I really, really appreciate it. And as always, my fellow sovereigns, own your throne, mind your business, because your reign is now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If what you heard resonated with you, be sure to subscribe and share your breakthroughs and ahas with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the magic flowing your way. And if you aren't already following us on social media, come experience the extra inspiration and queenly convos on Instagram at crownyourselfnow or visit our website at crownyourself.com. I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules.